0: Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an Awakened Man. Here's your host, Gregory.
1: Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man, a repository for holistic health, red pill, masculinity, and freedom. Today we're going to talk about physical health again, which is the mainstay of Awakened Man. To talk about vasectomies. Vasectomies are controversial in the, the manosphere. Well, it depends who you're talking to. Look, I think all of you guys know what a vasectomy is. If you don't know anatomically what's going on down there, we have two tubes that connect the epididymis to the urethra. So the epididymis sits on top of the scrotum. I'm sorry, sits on top of the testicles. The testicles make sperm. The epididymis is like the waiting room where the sperm hangs out until ejaculation. Some of it is some of the sperm swims around a little in the, in the vas which are the two tubes that connect the epididymis to the urethra. And then when a man ejaculates, the the sperm, not the semen, because the sperm will go through the vas tubes from the epididymis into the urethra. And while it hits the urethra, it's kind of like in St. Louis where the Missouri River hits the Mississippi. When it hits the urethra, there's three glands around it, the most famous one being the prostate gland, known for its enlargement in cancer. That it makes semen. Semen's kind of like the protector, uh, alkaline fluid and protein that feeds the sperm while it's outside. And then the man ejaculates out. So a vasectomy is simply where they go, they flip up the scrotum, they go on the backside, they make an incision, and then they cut or cauterize uh, the two vas because you have one going from each epididymis, each testicle, and uh, that's that's essentially what it is. So. In the red pill world, it, it's it's kind of a controversial thing because some men feel like they want to get a vasectomy because they don't want to get sperm jacked or make a woman pregnant on a pump and dump or short-term relationship or even a long-term relationship. And uh, this is what they're doing for their own financial protection because they know men have no reproductive rights. See, if a woman gets pregnant and she wants to keep it and he's like, no, I want you to abort it, really doesn't matter what his opinion is. She'll keep it. And conversely, if... A man gets a woman pregnant, assuming, of course, it's his baby because false paternity runs anywhere from 15 to 30%. And she wants to get an abortion. And he's like, no, it's my son. I want to keep it. Or my daughter, I want to keep it. She's like, no, it doesn't really matter. So men have no reproductive rights. We have none. And we can't opt out like my body, my choice. The women say there's no equivalent of my body, my wallet, where if a woman gets pregnant and you don't want to have that kid, you can opt out and say I'm not paying child support. No you're paying child support now the woman will be like what's well, because you need to support the kid but the man has no say the man has no say but we know how the court system is so either way so some men give vasectomies because they're like i'm out i don't want to get sperm jacked And sperm jack actually the definition of sperm jacking is when a man comes into a condom and throws the condom away and a woman will go in and get the condom and extract the essence and pour it into her or use a you know, whatever turkey based or whatever it is uh so that's that's essentially what the sperm jacking is now the other the other kind of view of it is if the woman is asking you to get a vasectomy and this happens a lot in marriages right i've had my kid or two kids even though he promised she promised to say she promised that she wanted she wanted to give him four And a lot of times this happens at the beginning of the marriage when she's trying to love bomb him you know just the, 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 I'll do whatever you say, I, I, you know, oh, you like this, I like this, oh, you like that, you're conservative, I'm conservative, oh, you're you're you're, you're religious, I'm religious, Just, and the guy's like, I want to have a big family. She'd be like, oh, I want to have a big family too, I want to have four kids, and then after two kids, she's like, I'm out, get a vasectomy. If you don't get a vasectomy, uh, we're never having sex. And so the dude's like, I don't want to get a vasectomy for a variety of reasons, like there's a variety of reasons, we're going to talk about post-vasectomy, post-vasectomy pain but there are men, like religious men, who are like, no. Uh, look, If you look at practicing Catholic and Orthodox men, it's a grave mortal sin. And a lot of Orthodox and Catholic men don't even know this because you know, they've been so dumbed down in their catechesis the last 60 years. But it's a grave mortal sin to take away your own fertility, especially permanently. So women getting uh, tubal ligations or the Escher contraceptive implant or, or anything like that, uh, it's 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 a great sin to God because our first commandment was to be fruitful and multiply. Now, some of you like, that means Jesus wants us pregnant and chained to a kitchen all, all our life. No, no. We just do nothing that naturally interferes with the natural conception of children. So most of the, and this is going off topic, but most of the cycle of a woman, she's infertile. The 28-day cycle, sperm lives, depending on how much pot the guy's smoking and how in shape he is. Five to seven days. So really, uh, let's—if you have sex like day, let's just say day nine on her cycle to day fifteen, the egg dies within a day if it's ovulating on day fourteen. And again, not all women ovulate on day fourteen, but let's just say. So day fifteen. So day nine to day fifteen, she's fertile. But if you look at one to nine, mostly the you know a lot of those days are she's on her period, and then fifteen, you know, day sixteen to twenty-eight, she's not. So you look at twenty-eight day cycle, twenty-one days she's infertile. And this is why you track the cycle if you're married and all these things like that. But I mean, this is really neither here nor there. So a lot of men are like, no, I don't wanna get a vasectomy. And then a lot of men do because this is a shit test that they fail. They get the vasectomy because they wanna have sex again or the woman says, you're gonna wear a condom forever if, if, if you don't get the vasectomy. And uh, then he's like, I don't wanna wear a condom because men don't like to wear condoms." So they get the vasectomy and then later on, she might divorce him because we know when there's a divorce, She initiates it 90% of the time if she's college-educated, 75% if she's not. And now he's like, oh, and then let's say he's dumb enough, from the Red Pill perspective at least, to want to remarry and have kids. Um, Now he's going to have to have a reversal. So I typically tell men, don't give vasectomies because it is a medical procedure. We'll talk about some of the side effects. It is a medical procedure, and... It is a gift from God, and I don't think it's your place to take it. Now I understand you atheist secularist types, you know, don't really care about that. Uh, so you do what you want to do. I, I, overall, I say, look, if it's the choice the man makes, all right, if that's what you want, you you do it. But if you're getting shit tested by the woman, you should need to tell her to f off, because you shouldn't snip snip uh, because that's what she wants. All right, vasectomy, a kick in the balls. Post vasectomy pain is rarely talked about. In 2009, Kieran Brennan, he sounds like an Irishman, Kieran Brennan, wrote this. It's not like having an ingrown toenail removed. Expect a fair degree of bruising and discomfort for the first week to 10 days. Don't be taken in by the pre-op propaganda. (laughs) If you expect it to be painful, you'll be better to deal with it. Close quote. The operation Kieran was referring to was a vasectomy. He had one eight weeks earlier. Seven years on, he says he's okay, but it took about 18 months. For a long time when sitting, he had to perch on the edge of a chair to take the pressure off. Quote, I never really got satisfactory explanation afterwards, and post-vasectomy pain, or PVP, was never mentioned before the procedure. Shocking. A doctor not mentioning the side effects of a surgery or a drug they're going to give you? No way. No way. Like the whole raison d'etre of this feed is that act of duplicity perhaps things have improved now the pain affected me mentally as well as physically i was traumatized that's not too strong of a word that's what karen karen brennan was saying one man who might be able to give karen an explanation is dr andrew dawson he's a uk-based vasectomy reversal specialist who's had the op himself and has also had post-vasectomy pain or pvp Over 15 years, he has performed nearly 3,000 reversals, of which 70 were for PVP. He is consolidating the data on them for a medical journal. Many also involve sexual dysfunction. He says post vasectomy pain, or PVP, tends to appear 3 to 12 months after the procedure. Most men. Don't really think about it. They think it's going to go away, but often it doesn't. It may reduce as you get older, but not fully go away. In about a fifth of cases, there's also a loss of sexual interest and dissatisfaction. Not surprising if you're having balls pain all the time. Pain and sexual dysfunction go hand in hand. Later onset PVP is also possible. <laughs> That's great. It's like, oh, I got a vasectomy. Oh, I don't have this post vasectomy pain. But, uh, you know, it could uh, 10 years later, oh, my God, now I have post vasectomy pain. The studies show that about 15 to 20% of men after a vasectomy have post vasectomy pain. In some cases, it goes away after a year, but in many cases, it doesn't go away ever. Quote Don't underestimate it. I've seen guys off work, family, and relationships ruined. Colleagues at a local pain clinic tell me that 50% of their patients are there for PVP. Look at that. In to me, the vast deference the tube carrying sperm from the testicle to the penis is sealed off. The sperm no longer have anywhere to go. A sperm granuloma or a lump caused by leaking sperm may well occur. But Dawson believes, a doctor, that this backup also causes pressure that is behind much of the PVP. Quote, this suggests to me that PVP is more likely in highly sexed men, the sort who feel they physically need sex every day. These men are more likely to have a pressure buildup after the vasectomy. Like, I love the shame here, the shame tactic. The the highly sexed man. So, you're a highly sexed man if you want to bust your nut once a day? This sounds like a beta soy boy. He also says the method of vasectomy can make a difference. An open end of vasectomy will leave the end of the vas nearest the testicle. Open So sperm can leak out, but it's a far less common method, only about 1% of procedures, because some doctors think it increases the risk of fertility to return. A local anesthetic is always preferable, too. Surgery is less destructive as a result, which reduces the likelihood of later pain. Conversion of a close to an open end of vasectomy is possible, but Dawson is not sure it works in the long term, although he's done a few. That's the doctor. Other treatments... Options for PVP short of reversal include testosterone supplementation to reduce sperm generation and nerve ablation, the heating of nerves to reduce pain. In in the scrotum, do we really want heating of anything to reduce pain down there? But some doctors think PVP is all in the mind. That's a $64,000 question, says Dr. Dawson. How much is it about not being potent anymore? But I put it like this. If you block up any tube in the body, you will cause pain. The vas is no different, so 95% of men get away with it. Does that make the other five a price worth paying? For me personally, I wish I never had one. This is from the doctor. So look, guys. I am never going to get a vasectomy. That's just me. And certainly you can reach out to my Facebook page at The Awakened Man and mention, message me if you've had the the vasectomy done and you've had PVP. The fact that I don't know 10, 10% or so have have chronic sometimes debilitating scrotal pain because of vasectomy to me, is something that should be brought up. Now, should that dissuade you from sterilizing yourself? That's really up to you. Like I've told you, I would never do it, not because of the surgery, that's only a small part of it, but because I'm Catholic, I'm a practicing Catholic, and I want to do what's best to try to get my ass in heaven. You're like, oh, religion is the opium of the masses. This is coming from Marx, of course, who was an atheist. And he wants you to worship the state and not God, which he was very successful with the Frankfurt School and the Postmodernists and Antonio Gramsci and all these people. And you see America now, and they all worship the state. A lot of people worship the state, and they don't worship God. And you think their life is better? I wouldn't say it is. So if you are a single man and you're religious, really the only thing you can do is, and I wouldn't even say religious. If you're a single man, you either monk it, or you get married because any sex out of the sacrament of marriage is fornication and it is a mortal sin. Oh, you're so backwards, you're so traditional. Hey, look, I'm just following the, the teachings of the 2000 year old church. If you don't want to agree with it, then by all means, fornicate it up. Fornicate it up. But either way, I just want to do an episode on this because I think it's important because a lot of men consider getting vasectomies in the life, and they just don't know. The doctor doesn't tell them. Hey, there's a, you know, one in ten chance you might have permanent pain in your scrotum, and there's a decent chance because you have this pain that you're going to have sexual dysfunction, and you're not going to want to have sex, and you're just going to have this chronic pain where you have to sit on the side of a chair put ice in your balls all the time. <laughs> so ultimately, do some research before you do it. And it, anecdotally, I don't know if this is still true, but... The most popular day to get a vasectomy was the Thursday of March Madness. Now I go, March Madness seems so far away because of COVID. But the, the Thursday that March Madness begins was the, the most popular day of getting vasectomies in America because guys could just stay at home and watch college basketball all day for four days straight as they recover. So, last thing. I just found a PubMed article. It says, estimated 500,000 vasectomies are performed in the United States per year. Five. 100,000. That's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. It says, post vasectomy pain syndrome remains one of the more challenging urological problems to manage. Yeah. Possibilities of why people have PVP, scrotal and spermatic cord nerve structure damage. Inflammatory effects of the immune system, because the immune system is like, hey, why'd you cut my balls? Back pressure effects in the obstructed vas and epididymis, vascular stasis, nerve impingement, perineural fibrosis, I don't know, having the skin of my scrotum burnt through to get to my vas, I mean, (laughs) just, oh, okay, so look, guys, the takeaway is this, like with all things, like with all medications, everything we talked about in the back catalog of The Awakened Man is be educated, inform yourself before you make decisions. Either way, and uh, if talk to the urologist, and uh, you know talk to him about your, your concern if you are going to have a vasectomy about having PVP, and, and then go for there. Website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles and that we have that are more holistic-minded. If you want to support us, there's a PayPal link in the episode notes. Click on that. Donate whatever you can. Also, there's a link to Naturopathic Earth in the episode notes. Click on that and click on the, the articles and then go to one of the 200 recipes or so, food recipes. They're all like gluten-free, paleo-free, healthy stuff. And then click on the Amazon link that you'll see to buy one of the ingredients on Amazon. Now, when you're over there on Amazon, buy whatever you want within 24 hours by going through our link and we get a 2% commission expense to you. So let's say you spend $40 on something. Uh, we get, what, $4 is 10%? So, uh 50 cents, I guess, we get from that. Uh, not not much, but either way. Also on Amazon, you can find Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior, my two books. You can buy them on paperback or Kindle. If you need some one-on-one coaching from the Red Pill perspective or weight loss or weight management, because you guys know I've kept my weight off for 30-something years, contact me through the Clarity FM link, and we can talk. Last thing, please subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man and for the essential oils and herbal apothecary, and for Confessions of an Obese Child, which is my personal podcast dealing with addictions, growing up overweight, uh, early childhood trauma, and so forth. Until next time, take care. God
0: bless. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember freedom is better than needle until next time music attributed to nine inch nails